Welcome to the Real Estate Hustle Podcast. My name is Andre Chin, broker owner, real estate investor, mega agent, and real estate coach. We're going to be tackling all things real estate, bringing you guests from all across North America, mega agents, mega teams, and we're going to be diving deep into their businesses to figure out how they got to where they are and how they consistently bring that hustle into their business every single day. Buckle up, our podcast starts now. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Hustle podcast. We're here today with a good friend, Lindsay Russell, um, one of the great leaders within our world. And Lindsay has had a really fun seven years through real estate. She now leads and runs Raven Real Estate Group, and she's here to share her story and kind of talk to us a bit about that hustle and how she got to this point within her journey. And I'm so excited to hear it. Lindsay, welcome. Thanks, Andre. I'm happy to be here. About time the tables have turned, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, I for everyone listening, I had the opportunity a few years ago to to be on Lindsay's podcast. We had a great time then as well, and and so really happy to bring her back to ours and and be able to share that as well. Lindsay, it's been seven years, and and you shared something with me that I just want to share with our listeners. This is the one year anniversary for Raven Real Estate Group, and so congratulations on you know accomplishing what a lot don't even get to, which which is not only seven years but starting to build an organization and and getting through that one-year hurdle without giving up so congratulations thank you it's been incredible and scary all at the same time so it's uh i'm sure a lot of people out there feel that that same uh feeling yeah now, now you've had you know a, a a fun seven years i mean walk us through that How, how'd you get to the point of saying you know I want to be a team owner. I'm going to go build an organization to, to help other agents. What made you go that direction? So I have dabbled in a lot of areas in the industry so far, or I guess uh, structures, let's call it. So I started as an administrator to an agent, knew nothing of real estate and never in my wildest dreams thought I would be a real estate agent. Uh, you know, I had in my head like, I'm not a salesperson. Why would I do this? I like to sit behind a computer and hide and do my thing. Um, that team leader that I had offered up a uh, licensed admin opportunity where I could then kind of step away from the desk, but it wouldn't be real estate sales per se. And uh, when I started those courses and realized, wow, I could actually do this, then the wheels started turning and things started shifting for me. Um, so I went through the whole process of getting licensed and very, and I, I debated, you know, do I walk away from being an administrator with a salary that's, con that's consistent and to be expected um, and jump into the world of 100% commissions and that scared the life out of me, but I did it and I jumped into a buyer's agent role, um, which was incredible. I you know, my team lead had a, an abundance of leads at that point, and I did deals immediately, and the momentum was pretty quick. Um, then it kind of fizzled out. It wasn't consistent, and I realized how important lead generation was. Um, but from there, I then ended up in a partnership where I was still a buyer's agent. And um, But I also, at that time, was able to go on the listing appointments, so I was starting to get a feel for more of the industry. Right. Um, the other side of it, which was really cool. Um, and then when that partnership ended, I wasn't quite ready to be on my own. So I joined um, a very large team and made a shift in brokerages. Um, so I experienced that, which was also really cool. The camaraderie is not 
something to be, you know, tossed aside. Like being on a team is so important because the support is there, the accountability is there. And I feel like personally, I struggle with that still to this day with from within and, and doing those things that I really need to do. Um, so experienced a large team and then we know what happened, which would be the pandemic. And I had, it hit me hard. The pandemic hit me hard in a lot of ways. So on that team, I was given an opportunity to step into a role of being kind of like an agent services where I would onboard new agents. I would help with paperwork. The things that I've been doing for the five years or so at uh, to that point and sharing my knowledge and helping other people be successful in, you know, something I just need to take a step back from. Yeah. So that was really cool. Um, and then there was a little bit of a branch off for, from a team into a smaller, but still, you know, medium-sized team. And that's when I really started to build my confidence and realize like, you know, I have been doing this for seven years. A lot of the business was coming from my efforts, my sphere, and it just made sense for me to, well, again, very scary, but it made sense for me to do this for myself. That's awesome. That's, that's awesome. my my story in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, no, and and I mean, talk about really getting every area of real estate kind of under your belt, right? Like you've you've been on the onboarding side, you've been on the administrative side, you've been in the sales side, the listing side. Now you're now you're a leader. You, you know, you made that comment that you know everybody should look at teams, and I, I think I agree with that. And I think, you know, being a solo is also quite rewarding as well. Being a team owner is also quite rewarding. So whatever you choose is there. But, you know, teams get such a bad rap for, you know, the the commission split side of things. You always hear that, right? Oh, a team's going to take half your money. And I think it gets, you know, hearing you sort of say what a great opportunity it was for you really shines a light on that, that, that there's so much value that's given back from from a lot of the right organizations and you know tell me about your, your kind of journey with that because you you chose to kind of stick with the team for a good chunk of your your real estate career before doing it on your own um would you have done it sooner or do you think your path was was the right path to be on i think my path was the right path to be on for a, a reason that i'm willing to share and that is like my mindset, my mental health wasn't quite there and my confidence wasn't there. Right. And I still struggle with that today, um, but I've I've taken a step towards, actually I'm about 506 or seven days sober. And that's when my life changed. Yes. And, and that's a challenge being in the real estate, well, any industry is like, you know, you, you've, you've got that team camaraderie, you wanna go out for drinks and celebrate and party and, and enjoy that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, there was a problem. And when I made that change, my world changed and my confidence was building up and my understanding of like what I'm able to do for years and years. I was like, why, why am I not more successful? Like why, I'm getting a little emotional here. Like, why am I not doing what I need to do what is holding me back? I see the potential. There'd be like spurts of it, you know, like, oh, look at, look at this. Look at how great that was. And like, how can I replicate that? How can I be consistent with that? And I found, you know, and I, I, I think I knew sooner than I made that change, but when I finally said, this is what's holding me back again, like I said, my world changed. So 
I can't change that path. And I wasn't ready before that happened to do it. This is really wow. the answer. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. That that is I'm honored. I, I'm I'm that's so inspiring and, and good for you for taking your your mental health and your life back and and making a decision for you and and for for everyone that that you're going to help change now that's so cool thank you that's that's yeah to share I, I mean how did you figure that out like I, I mean I heard you sort of say you know it was affecting you in every other way was there like an aha moment or was it just a, a get up well, one day and say I'm done it was, it was a lot of micro events of trauma or how do I put it? I, I guess like gradual rock bottom per se, because you know, if, if someone's experienced that they can understand, like sometimes there is a profound moment that's like, what am I doing? And not everybody has that. Somebody maybe recognizes it sooner and that's amazing. Right. I had a moment throughout the pandemic that was like, okay, something needs to change. And it was a defining moment. And it was just my behavior as a professional. And I was like, this is not who I want to be. And how am I serving my clients? You know, typically it's the, you know, you have a drink on a weekend and like, how do you get up and have an open house and be successful and present for your client? I'm saying this about myself really like, and, and be there the way that they deserve for you to be there for me to be there so I finally had that moment um, and, it, and it was leading up to it for a lot of years like it just was my way to cope and instead of dealing with what I needed to I I hid behind that and held myself back and so when I finally realized that that was the key or allowed myself to realize because I probably did sooner like I said then my world changed and that's when my confidence came back and my my standard and boundaries for who I'm willing to spend my time with what I want to do and how I want that to be for me so that was my my moment there and I'm very grateful it happened yeah no kidding and and I'm confident that someone's going to listen to this and and you're going to help put some realization for for someone out there as well and and that's what's really cool about being able to share your journey and, and share your story. Wow. Thank, thank you. Well, and it's, You're welcome. And you know what, for me, I feel like in our society, there is a stigma around substance abuse. For me, I want to eliminate that shame because we all struggle. We all choose how we can deal with it or, or not even choose, but you know, you find a way that you think works for you. And that was what I was doing and really what I needed to do was the absolute humbling process of going to counseling and working through everything that I've tried to hide from because when it's not up to me. You know, I think this industry can can be so, it's so easy to fall into that trap, right? Like, and we see the posts all the time, right? Like, how does a realtor cope? And it's, you know, a bottle of wine and this and that. And it, it's almost poured into us that that you yeah. have to have these, these, these things in these moments. And, you know, I remember, I remember in the pandemic, you know, one of one of our leaders within our organization had a had a very similar realization, and um, you know, they're they're she ended up speaking speaking on stage at family reunion, and and you know, helps lead the team, and and she had said, you know, I I didn't know it, but I was depressed, and this was keeping me depressed. It was it was helping me 
numb the pain and, and, and things like that. And I think people underestimate when you don't take a stock of your life and your decisions and where you want to go, how much it can truly actually affect you. And, and so it's good for you. That's, that's super inspiring. And I'm, I'm honored and humbled that, that I was able to hear that because I'm, I'm sure that's not out there for everyone. I'm sure this is kind of your awakening moment there. And so thank yeah. you. For well, being... And I, and I do share with people because again, I want to, you know, if it does inspire someone to put that well and it's not easy to put shame aside that's a very deeply rooted thing for all of us unfortunately but just know that the help is out there and it's not an easy decision you know I was negotiating with myself yeah. when I first stopped I was like you know what like maybe I'll just drink on vacation or maybe like what well what am I going to do at weddings yeah. and now I've gone through all of those things sober and I remember and I'm present and I enjoy those moments. And I find, you know, I've always searched for what my purpose is. And I've realized my purpose is to help or to maybe make myself whole again. And there's just, there was so much that wasn't. And that is my goal in life. That's my why is being able to afford the support and counseling that I need to become whole and, you know, enjoy those moments and, and the money and, the business has followed suit without, you know, I haven't done a ton of lead gen this year so far because I've been working on myself, but I'm still about to have the best year I've had in real estate. So it really, truly, like it's back. Like you start working on you and the rest of it falls into place. There will be effort that's required. And that's the stage that I'm at. And like, I'm in bold right now and I'm doing those things that will help me get the business piece to move forward uh, but I had to I had to step back and I had to really look inward and that's right. what I've been doing when I think you know like I said so so inspiring to hear and, and I wish more agents would would hear that right I, I want you you're in bold and you kind of quoted unintentionally kind of quoted one of my favorite bold laws which is your business grows to the extent in which you do and you know, we talk about that, and we hear that, and we always think that just means education. There's there's growth happening in so many different places, but if you're not growing, you're, you're slowly dying. And and so, you know, I think for you, like you said, going through that path and and growing yourself mentally and and having counseling and having some of the things you needed to do, that was a growth process. And and in turn, your business is reacting to that and and growing along with you, which is. It's incredible. Yeah. I, I I can't always wrap my head around it. I haven't been able to fully digest what's happened this year for me. Uh -oh. Like I said, I'm about to have the best uh, GCI year um, I've ever had in seven years. I've purchased a condo. Thank you. And my personal relationships have been like, they're just incredible and healthy and you know, there's still going to be growing pains because again, we're all human and that's just like, but I am confident that I can be a person that my family members and my loved ones want to be around because I've taken those steps to heal myself. And <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm a little in shock still, I think, as to how quickly things changed. You know, even uh, thinking like the, the purchase of the condo, like my, and seven years. So I'm like, 
every every time I set those goals, it's like, okay, in two years, I'm going to buy something because I need the income for qualification. Okay, right. in two more years, I'm gonna, I didn't hit that goal, so now I got to wait two more years. And I kept pushing that, um, and it got to a point where I didn't want to pay rent anymore, and I made it happen. And I was finally in a mindset that I could handle something like that. And to have that stability of a home is also beyond my wildest dreams. That's that's so cool. Well, and you know, here's the thing that most people don't realize: there's there's a, a an undertone of our industry, and as we talk about, you know, that 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 hustle and that that spark that realtors need to have, most realtors don't actually own their properties. There's there's actually quite a number of realtors. I, I'm not going to quote statistics on this one because we know that what 95 percent of stats are made up in the moment anyway. But um, you know the. I, hammer the uh, point home right <laughs> right yeah like i mean but but a lot of realtors just don't own the property that 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 they live in and it's it's astounding and i realized that that you know a lot of realtors aren't taking the the steps in order to be successful they're having some success they're making some money but you know they're forgetting things like taxes they're forgetting things like expenses they're forgetting all this stuff and and marketing dollars and all the other things that that cost you to run a business because it is a business at the end of the day yeah. And, and so they don't afford that opportunity. You would have had to have put up, you know, two years worth of, of back-to-back consistent growth and sales to be able to qualify for a mortgage. And so getting off that roller coaster of the, you know, I have a great year and then I have a really crappy year, but, but creating that vertical growth where year over year, you consistently get better would have afforded you the opportunity to do that, to do that purchase. And so that's one of the, the, the systems that we as realtors don't really follow right imagine imagine going to buy a car and and your car salesman is is walking out and taking the bus like you'd probably never buy a car from that person but we as realtors don't think about that and think well hey we gotta we gotta put a plan together here to get our own place and to start building our own wealth through that so congratulations that's that's really awesome as well now you've got i mean you've had so much growth and and so much stuff what would you say was kind of your greatest lesson over the last year as you've transitioned from a team into being a solo and now into, into owning your own organization? Um, I, like I shared, I have done all the pieces before, but doing it all at once by myself, it's a lot because that's where I started. And you know, looking to, towards getting into the right place. So hiring someone makes sense and you can support them is huge and like not wanting to do that too quickly. And, you know, just, I think the, my, my biggest lesson was I have to make sure that my time is managed. I have to make sure that there are no balls that are being dropped because my clients are, are relying on me and just realizing that like, you know, I had, the support or I was the support in every other scenario. Yeah. Um, so that's been the biggest lesson of like making sure that those things are done. Like, you know, my, my area of expertise is not marketing. No. Mine is relationships, right? Like a lot of agents and, you know, even the lead gen portion, like I am responsible for every single piece of business and to grow this, to get to a place where I have more people, part of my organization and my team that can support me and I can support them. Um, but getting there is, it's a lot. I felt new again when I did this and it was quite the uh, humbling experience as well. Cause again, yeah. I've shared how much I've done. Um, 
So it's just, uh, yeah, piecing that all together was huge. Well, and, and, you know, great, great share and, and being really vulnerable there and, and sort of saying it like, it's not easy. And, and we wear a lot of those hats and people don't even realize like we are everything to the business until we get to make the hires and, and go into that role. And I remember some of my tougher days, tougher days there as well. So, you know, kudos, kudos on that as well. And, and so as you're looking at sort of where we are, and I always like to share, cause you never know when someone might be listening to this. So if, if you're listening to this, depending on when it is, this is, you know, we're just coming out of the pandemic, so to speak. We're in the, the new post-pandemic world and we're all trying to figure out what it's going to look like now. But now we're in one of the, the most tilted, shifted, correction, whichever word you want to pick for, for whatever this market is. Interest rates are increasing at, a, at an exponential rate almost monthly at this point markets down by 30 40 50% depending on where you are in in Canada at the time and this is now a global problem it's not just here anymore we're hearing it in the US we're hearing it everywhere else how are you functioning through coming through what was arguably one of the hardest times in human history in in the pandemic especially here in in Canada for us with the lockdowns and stuff to now i got to go back to work and it's hard again how are you keeping your mindset strong? How are you working through this? What are some things you'd like to share around that? Um, so one thing that I decided to do, and I, I've shared, um, is I, I did register for Bold, which three years ago, I recall myself saying I would never take Bold again and giving myself that break of, you're not being held accountable to do this, so here's your break, go ahead, which is not the right thinking for me anymore. Um, and that's a huge thing because I'm now in a room full of people who are feeling the same struggles, going through the same objections and the mindset and the sharing, it has been incredible. We're in week three now and um, that's huge. Uh, just like like my, my counseling has been a huge piece to this because I work through the fears and, you know, the concerns that I have in everyday life. And that includes business. So I have someone that I speak to weekly um, that I can throw these things at. <laughs> She's wonderful. And she can give me perspective, you know, and, and also just being super grateful that in this shift, this crazy world we're in, um, I still had the best year of my career because I've developed the relationships that are so powerful that my, my people keep coming back to me. And that is really important because I do care and I know, and I want them to see that. And that really, that fills my cup when I hear from someone who says, Hey, I've worked with you before and I want to come back or here's a referral. Like my business this year was, 99% repeat referral. Wow. And yes, that's great. And I, I strive for a business like that. I also do realize that the lead gen needs to come in so I can grow that and I can help more people. But the just that recognition of like, yeah, I know you. I knew you before you've done your, your growth and, the, and I know you now and I still want to come back. That's incredible. So that really does help as well. Um, so I guess it's a lot. But you know, it, what I'm hearing through that is speak to someone, 
right? Like, like you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to fight this fight alone. You know, if you, if you don't want to go to a professional, take a course, find an accountability partner, reach out to someone in your brokerage and, and have someone there that you can, you can bounce the good, the bad, the ugly off of to, to kind of get yeah. you through. Right? Yeah. I think that, that, so that is the message. Yeah. And it's such a, a great way to not feel alone. Yeah. Because it's very easy to feel alone, even if you are on a team or and you're not reaching out or you are in a partnership in life or you've got family and friends. If if you're not in a safe space to be able to share these things, you can very much feel alone. Absolutely. And that's not a great feeling. But and no one no one succeeds alone. Like I, I don't care who you are, which agent you're looking at, the top of the industry, the one percent, the number one this, the number one that. Nobody fell on top of the mountain, right? Nobody just was placed there. And here I am, I'm the best realtor in the world. We all had people that helped us along our journey, and and I think that's you know that almost gets forgotten in this industry and. It got said to me really, really early in my career by an OP at Keller Williams. And he said, you know, Andre, we go into this thinking everybody's our competition. And the ones that stay there, you'll notice that they've limited their successes. But then the ones that really go on to doing incredible things realize that we're actually all in the same sandbox together. And if we think like our kids... We got to share the toys. We got to share the resources. We got to share with everybody. But we don't have to be in that sandbox kicking sand in everybody's face and 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 you know yeah. taking it that way. There's more than enough business for everybody. There's more than enough you know people commodity for everybody. There's more than enough commission for everybody. Yeah. You know what if what if we all just started remembering that and treating our our peers like peers as opposed to you know that guy's going to steal business nobody's going to steal your business especially if you're like you and you're incredibly (laughs) exactly and I feel and I've struggled with this because you know part of my my journey was letting go of anger and that's from past things and like not holding on to it and it is friggin' exhausting when you have to walk around being angry and you know thinking someone's out to get you or whatever that mindset is it is a lot more peaceful and enjoyable to just you know assume the best in people and I mean obviously still with you know paying attention to things but giving people benefit of the doubt and looking for that support and giving it to people who are willing to give it back and that's you know hearing you say that too, giving it to people who are willing to give it back, right? That's, that's, that's so cool as well. So, I mean, what would you, you've kind of walked all the jobs in in real estate. What are you giving as advice to, to that agent that's listening right now, getting their, their license and about to come join our crazy world? What kind of advice would you give to that person coming in? Ah, so definitely if it's, if it's something you're thinking about, really take seriously the idea of joining a team and like you said being an individual agent team lead all amazing but there is so much to learn you don't learn everything in the courses on how to be an agent you're not just going to walk out of school and list your first house and know exactly what you need to do I mean unless you've had previous experience but that's just not the reality of it but I I do say if you're looking into teams really take your time really focus on what it is that you're looking for out of a team first and then make sure you're interviewing and finding that right fit because 
you said like, you know, there's a bad rap for, for teams. And I think it's because people will just, oh, well, I know this person and, or they sold my house. So I'm just going to work with them or, you know, not doing the actual work to find that right fit for you. It could really set the tone for your business and, and set you back. And that's not to say you won't learn something from it, which is very valuable, but if you can set yourself up for success as much as possible, like do that for yourself, really look inward what you're looking for and then try and match that accordingly. You know, I always, I always get asked that question because I, I was on a team as well. Um, and a lot of people don't know that prior to starting my team, I was on a team and I get asked that all the time, you know, what, what made me join that? And looking back at it now, I learned more in, in one year with a team than I learned five years as a solo trying to figure it all out. So, 100%. you know, the, the compound effect, whichever one of those versions of that, that theory that you, you subscribe to just being in proximity with the incredible people in some of these organizations, you're going to grow so fast and learn so much in your real estate career that you can go off and do kind of what you've done and, and start yeah. your own organization and start building your own world. For Perhaps sure. So. And, and it really comes down to who you are as a person. And, you know, we have the disc profile within our brokerage where it's, you know, talked about and really understanding you first, because that's, at the end of the day, who is most important. And then you can help and be that person for everybody else. Unless you do, until you do it for yourself. Until you do I've it for yourself. Yeah. You can't fully do it for someone else or, you know, you fall short and then it's that cycle of guilt, whatever that looks like. It's just, my advice is really look inward and find out what it is that you're looking for. And then that match might show up for you. That's that it. happens too. <laughs> now, now, where are you headed? I mean, you know, we, we know the journey now. We've kind of heard and gotten to know you a little bit today. What's next? Where, what's the next big thing you're going to go accomplish? Or where, where are we going to see in the next year or two years? So I, like I've shared, I, I'm looking to get to that place where I feel comfortable having an administrator full time. That's my next step. I would love to you know, have someone support me in the things that I'm not necessarily, it's not my, my wheelhouse. It's not how I'm going to make the money by doing the administrative stuff. We all know that that's the process, right? Yeah. So that's a huge thing that actually I've realized it here in bold as well is setting that goal to, to have an administrator join the team, ideally by next year. Um, and, and really being able to support them. I want to make sure that anybody that comes on, it's going to be a consistent thing that I can do my best for them as well. So that's, you know, that's my goal for next year. And that's kind of where I'm at for now. Uh, I don't want to expand too quickly, but the thought I did right as my goal, I'll put it out there for five years. I would like to have a small team functioning. I don't, I, I, I don't have the, and who knows, things can change. But at this point, I'm not looking to have a large team. I really like this, the small family, like close-knit type of functioning team. Yeah. That's always been what I've loved. And having experienced those types of, like the large team and the small team, I really do prefer that. So that's what I would work toward, or what I am working toward. Um, and then my first step is an administrator. For, for that's awesome. 2023 i'm putting it out there <laughs> love it. i love that and so you know as you look at sort of sort of that that growth that where you're headed um where are you looking towards to get that inspiration that influential 
person? Is it one person? Like, like what keeps you going? What, what's keeping you getting up every day, ready to continue to hustle? Uh, some days it's uh, trickier than others. So it changes. Um, and, you know, uh, I always, I always looked outward right. for motivation. You know, I, I would write, let me make enough money to take care of my parents, pay off their mortgage, do this for them and do this for someone else. And what gets me up in the morning is the excitement of healing and putting myself back together. And that's, awesome. that's what it, and, and, you know, the more I interact with people and see that change, like I have seen people in my life change without them realizing it because of my growth. That is so motivating because I'm finally looking out for me and that's what it is. And I don't, you know, I think like, should I say that? Is that does it sound selfish? But it doesn't because how, again, like how am I supposed to help and take care of people that I care about if I haven't taken care of me first? And that is a huge challenge in this industry, especially people with families. Like, how do you do it all? <laughs> you know, I don't have children. I have a dog. She's enough of a responsibility as it is. And it's like, how do I make sure that everybody else is cared for in my life? And I cannot do that until I take care of me. So that's my inspiration. And, and the joy of being sober, like, you know, I get to count one more day on the calendar of the day I took my life back. That's awesome. That's huge for me. That's now incredible. I do have, it, it is so incredible. I, 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 I forget sometimes how incredible it is. So remembering that as well. But I, I have a, a partner. He's amazing. My parents have been with me on this journey. They know a lot of what's been going on and they're supportive. Like the, I'm proud of you. Like way to go. I call them to share when I've done something good in business or whatever that case may be. Um, I just really, my friend group has been incredible. So I have those exteriors, but really ultimately it comes down to, I'm getting up for me today. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you for, for sharing that and, and being open and transparent about this. This, this one's a bit of a trick question, but what, what's something I haven't asked you that you feel you want the world to know? Ooh, I feel like I've shared a lot. That's a tricky yeah, one. Yeah, you have. Um, I don't know, I guess, I don't know that it's a question per se, but just something that I want to share is like anyone listening to this and you are struggling, I know it's hard, but reaching out will be life-changing and, you know, just asking for help yeah. and there is no shame in that and life can be incredible you just need to ask for help oh yeah mic drop <laughs> i love it so where do we find you i mean you know you're gonna have listeners that that may want to reach out to you connect with you is, is social media the best place instagram facebook how, how do we get a hold of you so i'm lindsay russell on facebook i'm lindsay Lita or raven real estate on instagram and they're all open, so you can definitely send me a message. Uh, if you have questions about my journey that you want you know, to privately ask, I'm definitely open to that. And it's why I'm so honored to be here today is because I get that opportunity to share and maybe Absolutely. it will inspire someone. Absolutely. So please well, feel free to reach out. I'll tell you, you know, from all the guests we've had, 
Um, this is the first time we've, we've kind of taken it in this direction and we've kind of had this kind of candid conversation outside of the numbers, outside of the ego, outside of the, you know, the massively large worlds that, that a lot of people are building. So, so I just want to say a heartfelt thank you to you for, for being just real and raw and, and letting us know like, hey, this shit's not easy. It's work. But at the same yeah. time, you got to take care of yourself too while you're doing this and, and such a great message. It's such a great time. And uh, we are so grateful that we we were able to have you on today, Lindsay. Um, guys, you heard how to get a hold of her. If you are struggling, definitely reach out. Um, we've had an incredible guest today, and we're so excited to see you continue to grow this business and grow this organization that, that you've set out to. And thank you for being being our guest and and for just being raw and real about your journey. So that was incredible, and I'm, I know you're going to inspire a ton of our listeners to to get help and and to reach out and to seek help and things like that. And, you know, we never know whose life we can affect and whose life we can help change. And so thank you for being so candid today. Yeah, you're welcome. And thank you for having me. I really do believe that things happen for a reason and your timing was impeccable for reaching out. And I'm really glad it worked out. And we were like 507 said, days. <laughs> I wrote it down. I'm, I'm going to start reaching out to you a little bit more, but I wrote it down on my paper here. Seven days. So that was truly inspiring. And congratulations on that for yourself. And you. folks, we are the Real Estate Hustle Podcast, where we share all things real estate. We share some incredible journeys. So be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Real Estate Hustle Podcast. You can find us on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts as well. Lindsay, thank you so much for sharing. And we look forward to bringing you back at some point and hearing about the incredible path you've been on. So awesome. thank you so much.